Welcome back to the Balancing Act here on Season 2, a podcast focused on leadership management and so, so much more. We're here with Dr. Andrew Tempty, President and Global Head of Corporate Learning at Kaplan. Uh, he also is, of course, author of The Balancing Act, the same name as this podcast, Teach, Coach, or Coach Mentor, Inspire. You find it uh, wherever you find books. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about stewardship, but I do like to ask, Andy, how are you doing? I'm, I'm doing really, really quite well. We had our son, uh, uh, our, our eldest son back from uh, Portland. He's uh, graduating from residency very shortly oh, wow. here. And we had him for nine days. Uh, and, and then we had our other son who lives a little closer. We see a little more and, uh, and, and love just as dearly. <laughs> we, we had uh, we had both boys and their girlfriends oh, wow. all in the house at, at the same time. And, you know, you, you talk about just sheer joy uh, it, that uh, there's, there's not much that stacks up against that. So I'm, 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 I'm doing pretty good. That sounds fantastic. Um, I look forward to caring about my children so much that when they come home, it's a joy uh, right now, 11, eight and three. I'm, I'm counting down the days to college or to whatever's next, but I love them. They're great. They're great kids. Great kids. Uh, let's talk about stewardship. Now, that's a word when I hear it, uh, it think of uh, a trust, charities, church, right? The stewardship of, of a pastor or, or the like. Um, don't really hear much about it in business. So could you, for, for me and for the audience, define what stewardship is and, and why it should apply in the corporate setting? Yeah, so businesses are uh, businesses are going concerns. Okay. Um, if you in your introductory finance, introductory uh, economics classes at community college or, or or high school or wherever you got your first exposure to econ, uh, we talk about businesses as entities. Right. And that those entities have indefinite lives, uh, but we've we treat those entities as if they are short-lived, and uh, the 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 behavior of the equity markets and the and and uh, and and quarterly reporting uh, requirements and the needs of shareholders uh, the the. The equity markets have kind of turned this concept of an organization as a, as an indefinite uh, entity into these uh, highly uh, short-term focused uh, institutions. Got it. And so, you know, in this in this episode, that's the crux of the of of the argument that uh, that that we want to make here in uh, in this episode is that companies are these by by their construct by their legal construction and their economic uh you know how how they're structured economically they are going concerns but we but we but we treat them uh as as if uh they'll topple over uh next quarter if we if we don't make you know if we don't make a specific number which they might right but uh, uh the, the the point about stewardship i think is that it is that if more of us adopt a stewardship mindset, especially at senior leadership levels, 
uh, we as economically, I think we'll be much better off uh, because we'll be thinking about the long-term. Uh, our people uh, may be happier in their roles because we're thinking both about the short-term and thinking about the long thinking about the long term simultaneously the long term of the company also to your point the long term of the individuals at the company the long term of the culture the long term of how the business works uh, internally that makes a lot of sense uh, a little bit of a old man yells at clouds thing here for me it feels like as a society everything's short term right everything now feels like it is a and this isn't about a generation it's not millennials it's not gen z but it is very much a uh instant gratification culture and time. So from a business perspective, if we're trying to be managing for the long term, how do you balance that instant gratification that the short term, what have you done for me lately with this long term orientation of stewardship? Yeah, so I, 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 I'm, I don't mean this to be political and some people will hear right. a political stance here. Uh, but I, I'll, I'll, I'm just stating facts that we all live on this same pale blue dot that's circling the sun at, at, at a distance of 93 million miles and whirring around, uh, around the sun. And we're, we all live on the same spaceship. Now, that spaceship seems to us as uh, small carbon specks, uh, small sentient carbon specks right. uh, in the universe. It seems unbelievably large, but when you, uh, you, you know, when you when you fly out on a spaceship and you look back, we are just an insignificant, small little blue dot in a, in a sea of black. Uh, Carl Sagan uh, very famously kind of brought this into the public uh, conscience, uh, you know, thir thirty plus year thirty plus years ago, uh, and so this. I, we're at this very interesting point in time where many more of us, uh, especially uh, younger generations, are starting to think uh, much more holistically yep. about our our position uh, on the planet. Uh, you know, we're we're very conscious about recycling and uh, and and doing uh, and doing well for the ecosphere. Uh, that we all that that we all live in, we all need to be more kind uh, to one another. Uh, you know, partisanship and all the bickering. I mean, my God, what does it matter uh, if uh, if if our if our planet becomes uninhabitable? Right. What are, what are we going to do? Where are we going to go? So, at a micro level, uh, we need to be applying some of the same thinking. To the, to the companies and the businesses uh, that, that we work for. Our assets and our resources, they don't live forever. Uh, the company needs to live for a, for, a long, for a long period of time. So just this mindset, you know, I talk a lot about continuous improvement and right. organizational health uh, in, in the book and this stewardship mindset of, start at the big macro level. Okay, we all live on the pale blue dot. Okay, now drill down a little bit from there. Let's be, let's be kinder and, uh, and nicer uh, to one another. Let's engage in constructive, productive uh, conflict to move us forward as, as, 
uh, as, as a species and then drill down from there. Uh, now you get to your world of work and you drill down from there and you're in your family unit. So you, you, know, you can come down at this from a very, very high kind of ethereal le level to the much more practical and pragmatic. Right. And what I'm asking managers and leaders here to be thinking about is their decision-making process uh, being much more coherent with, with, with long-term thinking than always focusing on what have you done for me lately and, uh, and, what, and what the short-term uh, has to offer. And that, that is a real balancing act that, that needs to be done because look, you're not gonna be around if you're just sitting pontificating on your navel about five years from now in, in your office and not getting the things done that need to be done today. The, the but that I'll put in there mm -hmm. is that, and, and, and why, uh, and, and kind of a helper, you know, you asked a very specific question about how you balance these things, put energy into your long range planning. Make sure that everybody in the company knows what the North Star is and where, you, where we're going in the long term so that the short term and the, uh, and the demands and the stress of getting all the stuff done today is in service of something that's larger than themselves, something that's larger than you are. Uh, as, uh, as, as, as an individual manager. And being within uh, Kaplan uh, for the last 21 plus years, it's, it's been wonderful because the vision and the mission of the company is, is very, you know, creating these success stories, one success story at a time, and you know, changing people's lives and, their and, their, and, and the trajectory of their family. You know, that's been a very easy uh, world for me personally, as a leader and a manager, to be thinking about my responsibilities as a steward, right alongside my responsibilities to make decisions, get stuff done. But, and, but that all becomes much easier if you really spend the time uh, on, on, that, on that long range planning and communicate over and over and over again, where, where we're all going. That, that's uh, the point I was going to hammer home, but you just hit on the communication aspect of it, right? It's, it's great to have the long range plan, but you also have to lift up the heads of those workers who are working on the day to day. Um, that, oh boy, what did I, did I say something wrong? Oh no, I, my, no, I no. might've. For, um, for, li just for listeners, I just had my, yep. uh, my coffee cup up yep. to the camera that says I'm silently correcting your grammar. Uh, so uh, we, you'll have to watch this on YouTube. Yep, exactly. Joke. Uh, but nonetheless, <laughs> Um, my, my grammar, it's spotty sometimes. So I, I assumed I did something wrong. Um, you think about communication, right? The idea you have to get everyone to lift their heads up to, to take their, their nose out of the book, so to say, uh, to really point them to that long range plan and make them understand and, and buy into it uh, as part of the culture of your organization. Uh, back in season one, we talked a lot about the benefits of the strong ego. And if you haven't listened, go back, check it out. Uh, there are episodes uh, throughout to talk about uh, ego, not a big ego, a strong ego. Um, how does how does that play here? How does that apply to what you're talking about around stewardship? Yeah, that strong ego uh, of being able to be that mediator between your base self and your your ideal self is is really important to 
to balance the short-term demands of, of the business with the long-term uh, stewardship needs, uh, the, the obligation that you as a leader and a manager have to be thinking about the, the, the long-term of, of the organization. Because, you know, guess what? It's not about you. Uh, you know, we, and we get caught in this trap, especially at senior leadership levels, where we think the business has somehow become ours. And we use this language uh, with, especially within senior leadership circles, uh, you know, Andy, how is your business yep. doing? Um, well, yeah, I can answer that. I can tell you how the business is doing. I can tell you how the business that I am a steward of is doing, but it's not my business, you know, unless I'm fortunate enough or unfortunate enough to own, you know, own my right. own business. But even then, that business hopefully outlasts you and it passes to your sons or your daughters or a mentee or somebody else that you, you care about. Uh, so we need to we need to change that vernacular, uh, especially at senior leader levels, to be thinking about the long term and ask the questions about how the business is doing, not how your business is doing. That will start changing the mindsets of leaders that, oh yeah, this is not my business. I'm simply uh, overseeing its future uh, fate uh, right, right now, uh, and I will pass this on to, to somebody else. There will be somebody that comes after me uh, that, that I need to set this, uh, this entity, my functional area, my group, my, my business uh, up for that long-term success. It's uh, you even go a step further by saying the business. I, I've become a big proponent of uh, our our group instead of my group, uh, you know, trying to really use inclusive words like saying this is everybody's this is ours this isn't my uh it's it's our group our work our business uh to to really drive home that point i i'm fascinated to dive into this topic as we talk throughout this season because i think stewardship for me as i said was very much tied to church and similar way a pastor or a priest leads a congregation and it's not just about that hour and 15 minutes that you're in a, a wooden pew or in a, a, you know, a chair or something. It's about the larger drive of what they can do in the community. But I, I think it's a, a really good discussion we're having here around how people can change their mindsets around what their purpose is. Uh, captaining a ship here, you know, making sure it's getting to its port, but someone else might captain it next time out. If senior leaders in a company don't ascribe to this mindset, if you're in a company that sees that that is not happening, how can the middle manager, how can the younger executives still apply this stewardship on their day-to-day, -day, even if the senior leaders aren't showing the same vision, the same approach to what they do? Yeah, let's, we'll go back to the previous topic uh, that we hit on, on mentorship, and uh, in, in that conversation, we talked about um, figuratively putting our arms around our, our team members and being inclusive uh, as, uh, as, as a manager and being the best uh, possible leader and manager that, that, we, that we can. 
So if your leadership, if you're, if you're a middle manager in a company that doesn't ascribe to this balancing short-term and long-term mindset, uh, one thing that you can do is to ensure that your team is as healthy as it possibly can be uh, and that the things in your orbit and that are under your direct purview are set up for, uh, for the long term. You ascribe to continuous improvement. You're documenting, uh, uh, you're documenting everything that, uh, that's happening in, in your world so that when you pass the torch off to the, off to the next leader, uh, that they're not coming in completely uh, blind, and they're uh, and they don't have to recreate wheels and and create uh, a, a whole host of uh, a whole, whole host of disruption. Uh, so it may sound uh, it may sound mundane, uh, but be a great manager. Develop and build all of your people. Uh, have constructive uh, conversations and engage in constructive conflict within your group, uh, communicate effectively, build trust, and, and, the, and, and be a continuous improvement leader and always be looking for the next best way to do a certain thing or produce a certain product. Uh, and, uh, and, and ensure that your, your team is healthy, everything is documented, you're measuring uh, everything so that, uh, so that when, when, when you decide to leave, that you're not just uh, leaving a blank slate uh, for, uh, for, for, some, for somebody else to try to pick up the pieces. It makes a lot of sense. It's just uh, having that long range plan in your team yourself or, or our team or the team, <laughs> as it were, not, not the individual, but uh, a great discussion here. Uh, we have more topics coming up. We're going to talk a little bit about disengagement. We're going to talk about duplicity uh, later on this season. And as I said, last episode, uh, we are also lining up guests for Andy to talk to, to really dive in deeper and hopefully uh, give their viewpoint, but also let you understand how they go about providing this sort of leadership, this sort of mentorship, coaching, and different things in their organizations uh, and throughout their careers to help you build your career up as well as you listen to The Balancing Act. Uh, Andy, as always, a pleasure. You can find his book on Amazon, Target, uh, all of those big box stores, uh, and also hopefully uh, at your local mom and pop shop as well. Support local books. I love my local bookstore. I don't read much, but I love going in there to browse. Uh, my, my daughter is the, is the reader. Uh, they actually, our neighbors put in one of those lending libraries, the little uh, yeah, book yeah. nooks. And uh, she was over there as they were putting it into the ground, like wait, waiting to see what books were there. But uh, she she will be uh, the one who mentors the other two on reading, not not her dad. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, great stuff as always, Andy. You can find us uh, on any podcasting app that you so choose. Please rate, please leave a comment. We love to uh, see those. We can read them here on future episodes as well. If you have questions or comments for Andy, find him on LinkedIn. Uh, you find him uh, writing and sharing all of his work over there quite frequently. So you want to check that out. And of course, uh, we are posting these to YouTube over time as well. So you can check out uh, my pale skin and uh, Andy's mug uh, in a future episode as well. So thanks so much for listening to The Balancing Act.